where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. God has hidden unlimited treasures in his word. Every time we open it, we can discover a new treasure or admire an old one. What will we find today? Let's dig in. Here's Carla Early with Treasure Hunt in the Word. As you know, I love finding treasures in obscure places in the Bible. Now, by obscure places, I mean sections of genealogy, lists of laws, and today in Nehemiah 3, lists of names of people who rebuilt the walls of Jerusalem. In most biblical lists, we can recognize somebody and know their backstory, but not this chapter. And if you decide to read it to see if you recognize anyone, I would suggest you not try to read it aloud. There's names like Zenoah, Kolhoshe, Meshezebel, Harunaf, and Uziel. There are places mentioned like the Tower of the One Hundred, the Gate of Yeshana, the Muster Gate, and the Gate of the Guard that even my annotated MacArthur Study Bible doesn't know precisely where they are. It's one of those chapters that's easy to read over and not even think about hidden treasure. But I assure you, it's there. The list of people seems so random. Eliashab and the priests, the sons of Hesana, the Tekoites, Shalom and his daughters, Milchijah, the goldsmith. But these were all people who replied to Nehemiah's call to rebuild the wall of Jerusalem. They said, let us rise up and build. So they strengthened their hands for the good work, Nehemiah records. These were everyday people who lived in Jerusalem doing their part, participating in the work that God had called them all to do. If you read carefully, each group or individual built the part of the wall where they lived. They rebuilt the walls and set up the gates again. In the next chapter, these people worked, despite the disapproval, jeers, and threats of their enemies. By the end of chapter 6, the wall was complete. With the help of their God and faith in Him, they had done it. They built up their own section of the wall in their area and connected it all together until it was one impregnable whole. God is calling each of us to work on our part of the wall, too. When Nehemiah arrived in Jerusalem and looked around, all he saw was rubble. That's what our world is like today, rubble. People's lives are a wreck. Broken relationships, broken promises, messed up values, trashed beliefs, torn up hopes. But God has positioned each of us in specific, strategic places to build up the brokenness of those around us. With his help, of course. Each of us has our own sphere of influence. We each work different places, live different places, have a different set of friends, so we can each build in different places. In this chapter, I noticed sometimes it was a group of people with the same profession working on a specific section. Maybe you can find other Christians at work or at school and join forces, pray for each other, pray together for specific co-workers who need the Lord, work on them together. Other groups look like families. Maybe you could find other Christians in your neighborhood or extended family and join forces there to build your wall. Some were individuals working independently. Perhaps you're working from home, or you're a shut-in, or a caretaker. You can still help with the building, maybe by sending a card or email or making a phone call. But together, one life at a time, we can build this wall, repair lives, 
build relationships, reestablish beliefs, shore up values, rebuild hopes, all for the glory of the Lord and with His continual help. Who in your sphere of influence could you team up with to build your part of the wall together? Who do you know that could use a little building today? You can contact us at treasurehuntintheword at gmail.com. Also, if you'd like to share a treasure God has given you by doing an episode, please contact us. You can listen to other episodes on our website, which you'll find in the description below. Thanks for listening, and remember, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Thank you.